What's good, Commanders family? Brian Cobra Jr. here, and this is the Next Man Up podcast. We talk to your favorite Commanders and players, not so much about X's and O's, more about the man behind the helmet. And our Next Man Up is no other than our defensive end, our rookie, K.J. Henry. KJ talks about being from North Carolina, having his family support him all the way from high school to college to the pros, saving his father's life, and also being the best hooper the commanders have. All that and more starts right now. What's good, Commanders family? I'm Brian Cobra Jr., and this is the Next Man Up podcast, where we talk to your favorite Commanders players, not so much about X's and O's, more about the player behind the helmet. And our Next Man Up is no other than KJ Henry. KJ, how you doing today, brother? Blessed, baby. Blessed. Hey, man, I'm blessed, too, because I'm here with you, man. I know how busy a rookie season can be. And, brother, you have been busy. But we're not going to talk about football just yet. We'll get into that a little bit later because you had yourself a big game <laughs> this past Sunday, man. I want to talk about the start. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Winston-Salem. Yep. What does being from there mean to you? Man, it means the world. Uh, the 336. I, I I still wear them to, you know, to this day, my, my hometown, my city, man. Uh I think Chris Paul did a did a great job of setting the, the footstones, you know, what it means to come from there, from Winston-Salem. And uh, we, you know, guys who come out the city, you know, just trying to follow his footsteps. Um, but just to be from the triad area and really, you know, put on, you know, for my people, man, it's, it's always a blessing. You said Chris Paul yeah. set what it means yeah. to be from there. In your own words, what does it mean to be from there? Um, just to be resilient, uh, you know, I think – we're not a big city or anything like that. Um, you know, just come from a regular town. Uh, I feel like just regular people just trying to, you know, get get theirs, right? And so that's that's really what I've been trying to do as I've come up, you know, through this whole process, through the, through this sport, is just try and get mine, um, you know, the best way I know how. And I'm doing it in a way that obviously more than anything makes my family proud as well. So um, just like I said, to, to, to be from, from Winston-Salem is, is special to me. So how did you find – Football, man. What about Winston-Salem or your childhood and your upbringing made you find the game of football? Man, football found me. <laughs> I, I wasn't looking for football, if, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Um, baseball was the first love. Um, basketball was my longest love. Love yeah. hooping, man. And tried to tried to really orchestrate my high school career to get in, you know, college hoops. Uh, I mean, college offers. But, you know, as you see in today's today's NBA, there's not a lot of six five centers. Yeah, and, right. and that's what I was in high school. I was a center, so... Basketball found me, yeah. um, you know, just the aggressiveness, but also the, you know, the attention to detail, you know, the athleticism you have to have on the field, like those things just, you know, um, catered well to my talents, right? So um, my dad being a football coach that he is, I'll never forget it. My sophomore year, I, I had an interception um, of 81 yards, and I was just, I swear, I was just out there just playing backyard football. I was like, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> and uh, after the game, my dad was like, bro, you better get some offers. Wow. And I was like, well, that's that's interesting because I had never, like I said, I wasn't really lifting, wasn't really working for those. But, um, you know, God just kind of, you know, threw it my way. And, I, you know, I said, let's run with it. So um, I'm glad it found me because I'm, I'm loving it. I'm glad it found you, too, because yeah. now we got you here. Now, you said you started playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I know you ain't been 6'5 your whole life. No, no, no. But that's got to look crazy, being 6'5 in your size, yeah. being out on that baseball field, man. <laughs> How did what you learned from baseball translate to football, or did it at all? Uh, I mean, the, the most I got from baseball was patience. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I hate going to baseball games because they were so slow and so boring. Um, so that's what I say is, you know, the baseball taught me your opportunity is going to come. Just be patient and just keep, you know, cracking away and hacking at it. Um, 
I'd say, you know, it's, it's been a while. Uh, you know, I, I used to pitch, so my shoulder can't really do all that no more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, baseball was a good time, yeah. Oh, man, I had to imagine you was throwing some oh, heat, man. 6'5", worth of heat. Straight fastball. <laughs> straight fastball. So then you went over to football, man. You said your father told you, hey, man, you're going to have a, a future in this. Yeah. When did you know, you, that you was going to be this good at football? This good, probably not until, you know, a couple years in in college. Um, wow. Future in this, you know, literally in that moment is when I knew, like, okay, I could get college paid for. But um, to really be able to play at this level and feel confident I could, you know, be a factor, not, yeah, not until college. I mean, when I got to Clemson, um, it was just kind of there. Like I said, I, I was surprised uh, that I was, you know, offered at such a, a high rate. I was, you know, the fifth DN coming out of high school. So all that stuff, like, I worked for it, yes, but, like, at the same time, I, if I look back on it, I could have worked way harder, you know, wow. to be completely honest with you. So I definitely got blessed in that regard. But, yeah, in college I had some growing pains. And, uh, you know, playing with some of the dominant d and Dexter Lawrence was one yeah. of them this past weekend. Like, those are some of my old heads, man, um, that I was around. You know, I, I had to grow up a little bit. And, um that did just, you know, that made me stronger. You know, yeah. that, that D-line and, um, <clears throat> you know, that team, Coach Sweeney, all those those guys instilled in me, you know, what you guys see on Sunday. So, um, but it wasn't a, it definitely wasn't a finished product when I got there. And you mentioned, and you mentioned Clemson. Yeah. Stay pretty close to home. What's that? A couple hours away from the crib, right? Not, not far. Was it important for you to stay close to home? Because it seems like you're very, very close to your parents. Oh, no doubt. Um, yeah, you know, early in the process, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind. <clears throat> but as I got, you know, deeper into the recruiting process uh, and started windling down my teams, you know, it, it definitely started pointing in that direction of not being too far from home. Wanted to make sure that my mom could still travel to come watch me and my siblings. And, I've, you know, I'm blessed to have a very supportive family. So, you know, they love to come support and watch as much as they can. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, that was available to them um, and give them that, that opportunity. So just being at one of the best schools that I could be at, um, and being close was, you know, a blessing. I was just right down the road. And that support is so important because, as you mentioned, your your pops was involved in football. He won an ACC championship at Wake Forest, so he's he's a big deal. Like yeah. he's he's played football and he understands the game. How did you guys' conversation change once you became a collegiate athlete and you're almost at like the same level that he's <laughs> used to? Because he's a coach, man. Yeah. That don't go nowhere. No, you know what no. I mean? How did those conversations change? Um, I just honestly. It, it wasn't even a button heads. I just listened to him more. Yeah. Uh, like, this is the level he had been coaching on for many years before I was even born. Um, so he's seen a lot of different pathways, a lot of different, you know, guys make something of themselves and guys do it wrong. So I knew he knew what it looked like. Yeah. On top of the fact that he's my dad. He's been somewhat coaching me all my life. So really just leaned in, you know, to his advice, you know, secondhand to my coach's advice. And, you know, I knew no one would be – more invested than my, you know, my, my pops and myself. So, um, you know, he, every, after every game, he'd just watch the game if he couldn't see it. And, you know, we'd go over film and, you know, just talk about what I could do better, what it looked like from his perspective. What I love about him is he, he's always loving in his critiques, but he's always 100% honest. And um, that just, you know, helped me get better and better each year. That's so awesome to hear, man. I told you before we started, like, how much it means to me to be able to highlight a dad and son dynamic. Because, you know, moms get love all the time. I'm a mama's oh, boy. I'm going to shout out my mom all the time. Best. But dads are yeah. also very, very crucial. I got the and Yeah, you do, man. You really do. And yeah. your dad has a really good son because you guys had a moment through college. You know, you know when you get to college, there's, you know, school. And there's, you know, women and all these different things that we think about college, right? Yeah. We don't think about the trials and tribulations that come 
while you're becoming a man, while you're going through these things. And your father during your college tenure um, needed a kidney transplant. Yeah. Talk to us about that. What all went into that? Because that's a very, very in-depth story. And I'd rather you tell it than me. <laughs> so, you know, go ahead and talk to us about that and what that was kind of like. Yeah, no, nah, I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, um, this past few years is, has been all about that. My dad yeah. needed a kidney transplant. And, and as you spoke to how great he is, um, he kind of found out, you know, right before um, – my last season at Clemson this past season, yeah. he knew, you know, in the season before and didn't want to tell me. He didn't want it to be a distraction um, to, to me. And uh, so he told me a little bit after the season, I, I told him, don't ever do that again. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. care about a distraction. You tell me. Um, so, but, nah, I was able, you know, I think first and foremost, just, you know, our, our belief and um, our trust in God was like, I was really calm during that whole process, to wow. be completely honest with you. I, I, I just – he was calm. My mom was calm. So it was just like, we're just going to pray. We're going to get through this. And, and that's really what happened. And, you know, secondly, just leaning on my teammates, the Clemson community. I, I was very confident in where I went to school, uh, the people I was around. And I had no problem, you know, asking for help. Yeah. And um, especially, like I said, with, with the people around me who have been supporting me. So that was the easy part. You know, I, I think the quote-unquote hard part was just trying to be patient. Yeah. Um what I learned, and now I'm helping uh, an organization who helped us called Help Hope Live. Um, but what I learned through that process was, you know, it's out of your control. And a lot of families, including mine, are waiting on lists and really just fingers crossed, hoping hoping for an opportunity to, to help their loved ones. So I knew that you know, we, we were able to raise a lot of money, like I said, with the help of my teammates in the Clemson community and, and, um, and you know, those on social media and able to find him a transplant a kidney transplant a kidney donor um who was one of my family members yeah. um uh you know which is a blessing as well but that's not the case for everybody so um yes it, it was um, a blessing that you know helped my father but i had always felt like i want to help and had a calling to help in community service but never had been pulled towards anything and i just thought like this happened to have me help you know, yeah. the people who are kind of going through the same thing. So that was easily, you know, my biggest trial and tribulation up to this point because life has been a blessing and, and been pretty, you know, pretty easy. I ain't going to lie, you know, as far as not too many stresses and things like that. So um just gave me the ability to, to now help others. And you're, and, you're, and you're so humble, man, because, like, you were such a big blessing. Like, you kind of ran through it, but I really want to break down to the people that are listening what you did. You found out about your pops. You jumped on social media and said, listen. I'm a, I'm a man. I don't ask for help. I'm not used to this, but I'm asking for help now. My father needs a kidney transplant. Please go get tested. Let's do a GoFundMe. All of these things. And then the support comes in. Mm -hmm. The support comes in, man. How did it feel to have support, not only from your Clemson brothers, yeah. but from, like, strangers that you never met that just knew of you and wanted to help you pops out? That, that's the special part because I can keep saying it, you know, like, the, the Clemson connection, my teammates, the community, I knew I was going to have that support. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, the people that I never really met and people I never got to say thank you to or, you know, meet face to face. Um, that was just the overwhelming, you know, love and, and support that I really appreciated. Um, I, I had never seen my dad cry. And, wow. Um, him coming to the event and seeing so many people, um, you know, come to the autograph signing where we raised money for him really brought him to tears. And it was a beautiful moment. So, yeah, man, just that whole process. Um, it, it was somewhat of a blessing just to give us a perspective change, you know, in, in our lives. And um, like I said, has now, you know, helped me pivot to, to help other families kind of in the same situation. And I love your perspective, man, because when you move with faith, right, you see trials and tribulations as maybe a chance to learn something, mm -hmm. a chance to get something out of it. 
what is seeing your father go through that, right? Because that's not easy to go through, even through, like you said, you had to wait through this whole process. Yeah. What did you learn watching your father conquer this battle? Uh, I mean, on the surface, I'd say I learned that every everything that I'm going through, um, through this process, my rookie year, and, you know, something that I'm doing that I really love, like, it, life is bigger than all of this, right? Um, you know, it really comes down to genuine connections, you know, love and and really just being the best, you know, version of yourself and things like that. So that that was one big thing. Um, secondly, just how much I really love my family. Like yeah. I, I I really do love love them to death, and um, I just that made that bond even tighter. I mean, I, I really feel like my family's bond is crazy tight, but it you know it just brought us even closer. And as great as what you did was, right, you're still a human being. Yeah. So you're going through college still. Yeah. You're still being an athlete. Yeah. And you lost a big support system because now that they're going through this, they can't be there every game like you said they had been, mm -hmm. right? How did you deal and cope with these things? Because a lot of times we get on here and we talk about this stuff, a lot of y'all will say, you know, man, I'm a man. You know, I'm a black man. I can't yeah. really express myself. I can't. Oh, no. Nobody feels bad for me. I can't feel. Yeah. How did you cope with all those feelings and everything you're dealing with? Because that's new territory. No doubt. Well, I... I still, you know, kept in communication with, you know, my parents. They helped me with that. Um, we're very open in our communication, our family. And then I have some great mentors. You know, um, one of them, Dan Leanne, who's a, a pastor in Clemson, um, someone I always leaned on and talked with, you know, anytime I feel I was going through a struggle. So just being open with stuff like that just makes it easier on me. It's something that I've learned, um, you know, through trials and trials and trials. So um, that was just another one that I could just, you know, throw up there and figure out. And then, um, you know, going through the summer, he was able to heal and everything. And that, that was another part of the blessing in disguise. Actually, to, he was able to come to every game that my last year. Wow. Because um, he was, you know, healing. But he was getting out of coaching. Um, and, and that's what he, if you ask him to this day, he loved that. Because up to that point, he was coaching and he couldn't necessarily come to all my games. But ironically, the year where he was recovering from, you know, something that made him really sick. Um, that was the year that he could, you know, come watch his son play his, you know, final and best season. So um, it was, it was, it was a different experience for sure. How much did having him there for that final season oh, impact man. the dominance you were able to take I over? I try to with? tell myself like, <laughs> Dad's there. He's not there. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I have to play, yeah. and produce. You know what I'm saying for the people around me. But I'd be lying. It, it, it feels, you know, internally a, a little bit better when he's there. No doubt about it. Um, I know he's always watching, always supporting. Um, but, you know, as a son who has a, just an amazing father, man, that, that just always helps when he's, you know, there in the stands. So um, it was awesome. It was a fun year. That is yeah. really awesome, man. Yeah. And then you have this fun year. You yeah. ball out. And now you got NFL dreams, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're right there. You're at the crib. I believe, I don't know if you were at your parents' house for the draft. Yep. So you get that call. <laughs> your family's all there, man. What's the first thing that goes to that mind when you get that call saying, hey, you have been drafted to the Washington Commanders? Dude, so I'm sitting there, you know, my iPad. I'm watching uh, my little brother play AAU somewhere wow. across the country. <laughs> so that's all I was watching. That was, you know, helping me, you know, pass time. But, you know, I, I finally got that call. I look at my phone. And I'm like, Virginia. What team is like? <laughs> I know football to the T. I don't know. No, we don't. There's no NFL Virginia team. I'm so confused. <laughs> Answer the phone, and I hear Coach Rivera, you know, introduce himself and hear his voice, and I'm like, "Yo, that is Washington." Like my dad is about. I, I didn't think about myself. Like my dad is about to flip. Yeah. Like he's about to pull a hamstring. <laughs> this dude's about to go crazy. So that's he's the first person that came to mind. He's been a Washington fan my entire life. Um. And I just knew I was like, this is crazy when I when I get off this phone and tell them where I'm going. So 
Uh, he was on the forefront of my mind. But then, obviously, just after that, just I'd always wondered to that point, like, all the extra hours that all of these guys put in to get to this point, yeah. like, if they're ever worth it. Um, <clears throat> in that moment, it was, you know. And um, so that was a really cool thing to, to just have that feeling because, you know, in this business, it's celebrate for five seconds and go work for 50, you know what I'm saying? So um, I, that, that was just a really great achievement. And I, and I love hearing Pops. Yeah. Was a Washington fan, a diehard, grew oh, up like that. Man. Did you have any, like, idea that this may be the team that would be drafting? None you? at all. Wow. None at all. Um, had a had a meeting with Coach Z and, and RK, <clears throat> a Zoom meeting, but that was it. That was the yeah. communication I had with Washington. So, um, no, nah, I didn't. You know, some of my older um, defensive linemen who went to Clemson are now in the league. They let me know through the process, like, yeah, some guys will talk to you, some teams won't. Like, everybody has their own process, but just know – everybody's available. So I kept that on, on the forefront of my mind, yeah. um, knowing that. Um, but, nah, Washington wasn't. I didn't I didn't think. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I didn't think I was going to be here. But I, I'm not far from home. I, you know, I'm at a place where I'm loved and appreciated. Yeah. And, and obviously my dad really loves I'm here, so I, I could be happier. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't think anybody could be happier <laughs> than your pops. Because I see the video. Yeah, you nah, tell him yeah. he disappears. Bro. He disappears. Like, all, all of a sudden he comes back downstairs, and he is wearing a Washington jersey. Something, something I'm imagining he's had for years, man. Where, where's, how, it, where's it every week? Every how week. cool was that, yeah. man, to see your pops so elated bro. and to be playing for your dads, your heroes, favorite yeah. team? I mean, he's – it was awesome. Um, I mean, it, to take it to another level, the I think it was a, a Trotter, Jeremiah Trotter jersey. Who, yep. Um, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. was is my team was my teammate at Clemson. Who's a linebacker. Crazy. Um, so that was just a whole a whole <laughs> different side story. That was crazy that he even had that jersey on. But nah, it was um that was just him, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, nobody partied harder than my father that day, for sure. Like I said, I was excited. I was happy. But, nah, it, wasn't nobody beat my pops that day. So, it was a great day. And that is awesome, man. Yeah. And then you get to Virginia, right, because yes, of Virginia. practice facilities. We're in Virginia. <laughs> We're in Virginia. So, you're out here, man. You're going through preseason. You're going through your first NFL training camp. And then – Back to your dad again. Yeah. You get to take him yeah. to a practice. Yeah. I've seen the picture. Smiling ear to ear, man. Was that the moment where you're like, wow, this is like full circle. I've made it. I'm here. Or have you not had that moment yet? Uh, no, nah, I, I still don't think I've had it. Wow. Um, I think that was the moment where I was like, wow, he's like living his dream. He didn't get to play in the league. <clears throat> but like I said, he's been watching the fan all his life. So, just seeing Doug Williams walk around the facility, like all these legends that were around in the preseason, we had a dinner with them, you know, the rookies did, and they invited my dad to the dinner. Like that was a dream come true for him. I know it was. So just to be in this facility, to be around here, all the coaches be, you know, acting like he got full access. He done met the GM <laughs> and the president. So He's family. Bro, y'all, I'm just saying, y'all getting dangerous. Y'all can't give too much access now. They go be freaking using the locker room or something. He'll be calling you, the plays. He's, he's one, all he needs is a one-day contract. It's over. So he he had a great time. But, nah, I uh, – just like, you know, my, all my other uh, long parts of my journey to Clemson and everything, I, I probably won't – be able to just sit back and really think I made it or I done something till it's over. To be completely honest with you, so um, I'm just kind of enjoying the ride right now. That is so interesting, man, because you're coming off of a career game, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's it was a huge game. Yeah. You came and stepped up. This defensive line doesn't look how it looked when the season started. Mm -hmm. You were patient. Mm -hmm. You waited for your chance, and then you balled out. Yeah. So that right there, doing that, getting those sacks, getting mm -hmm. those TFLs, that 
did it make you feel like, dang, I'm here? You're still it, not having felt it yet? It made me feel like, dang, I just made a good play. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all it was. <laughs> I mean, especially after a week like this, we on to the next one. It's a, it's a quick, you know, we got a game Thursday. So, um, nah, I just got the congratulations from the fam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. On to the next. You know, yeah. yeah. And as you mentioned, we got a quick game coming up. We got Thanksgiving coming up. You get to play on Thanksgiving, which is really, really cool. We're past halfway through the season. We're in week 12. Yeah. It's your first year, man. Has it been everything you expected it to be? Uh, Honestly, what I've learned is I don't really have expectations. Mm. I don't have it because – when I did, I was there was either you know way higher, way lower. Like I just I was always off, right? Uh, and you know what God has had planned for me is just been so different than what I've all, ha, ever had planned for myself. Like I said, I if it's up to me, I'd be playing overseas in basketball probably right now with the <laughs> talent I have. But, um, God, you know, was able to shift my love and passion, you know, for this game, and, and I'm here today. So yeah, I really don't even put expectations on my journey, man. I just really focus on being intentional. Um, every single day and making sure that I have no regrets on the effort that I give. And up to this point, it's been a pretty good formula. So I'm probably going to stick with it. Yeah. I love when you guys talk about playing basketball because we had Jamison Crowder. He like beat Kyrie four to zero at Duke. We had Quan Martin. He yeah. swear he the best. And all of them have said they are the best hooper on, that wears a commander's jersey. Yeah, they've lied. Are you the best it, hooper? It is me. No, it, it really is me. All right, so let's talk about it. Right? Let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I had college offers, um, played for Team CP3. Like, that was my AU team. Really? I'm um, going to see one of my old teammates, Harry Giles, when the Nets come and play. I, I have multiple teammates that play in the league right now. Wendell Moore with the Timberwolves, Kobe White with the Bulls. So, I've just played with a higher caliber basketball player <laughs> than anybody on this football team. Um, and I know, like – I scored a thousand points at high school. Apparently, that was surprised John and all the D line. I'm like, bro, I, I could have kept going. Like, I didn't even play my senior year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, dang. Yeah, like it was. I'm the best on the team. Do y'all have those conversations though? Like, have y'all sat and like talked yeah. about, yo, I was a hooper back yeah. in the day. I'm from North Carolina, the hoop state. Like, first off, you're not from my state. I'm not trying to hear none of that. So that's like, so you about to get me worked up? At see, all I already that's see. Like, saying. I love it. So, we we gotta get y'all hooping one of these days. Oh, that's the thing. Here's the difference. Like, they they talk about hooping, but they like, oh, I don't want to tweet this. Like, we can hoop today. I don't care. In the middle of the season, let's go. Just YMCA. Where is it at? Like, I'm I'm ready, man. I love the competitive energy. Just promise me, if y'all end up hooping, y'all let me be there and let me do the oh, play yeah. by play, man. Yes, I gotta yes. watch y'all do y'all yes. thing. All right, now back to football, man. Before I let you go, because yeah, man, I really good. appreciate your time. It's your ISO camera right here. Yeah. For any fans that aren't familiar with who KJ Henry is, look in that ISO camera right there and tell them who KJ is. I say KJ Henry is first and foremost a man of faith. Um, you know, who's allowed God to just carry his footsteps through through his journey of life. Um, in doing so, he tries to, you know, make his family proud um, and just make sure that he does, you know, everything uh, to the best of his ability um, and everything that he does. And also, he's going to have fun while he's doing it. That's what I say. Okay, Jim, man, I have no doubt you're making your parents proud, man. I have no doubt you're making the Commanders family proud, man. It's been so much fun seeing you develop. It's fun seeing you get off Sunday, man. We hope to see more for that for Thanksgiving. Commanders family, this is Next Man Up. I am Brian Cobalt Jr. here with KJ Henry. Commanders family, until next time. 
Love Podcast Commanders family, where we have a lot more for you on the Commanders Podcast Network. We have the Command Center Podcast with Logan Paulson, Fred Smoot, and Santana Moss. It's like hanging out with your best friends, but you're only talking Commanders football. We have the Players Club with legends London Fletcher and Santana Moss, and they sit with your favorite Commanders player. It's like talking football in a way that only those who played the game can and we have the Get Loud podcast with Mike Jenkins and Fred Smoot doing what they do best, getting loud. That show has a ton of fun. You don't want to miss it. And then, of course, we have the Next Man Up podcast. We will be back next Tuesday with another one of your favorite Commanders players. All that and more can be found on the Commanders Podcast Network or watch us on YouTube.